This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So something that I found to be true is that you can make an even bigger difference when you're working collaboratively in community. You can accomplish a lot on your own, don't get me wrong, but Working together can increase your impact exponentially. And this is true for today's guest who, after getting a preventative double mastectomy at the age of 24, found community to be healing and life-giving. This is Sounds Good. I'm Brandon Harvey. Our guest today is Paige Moore, the co-founder of a nonprofit called The Breasties. I won't give away too much just yet, but Paige got her procedure after discovering that she had the BRCA1 gene mutation, which indicates a higher risk for developing breast, ovarian, and other types of cancer. And she felt alone in the process and struggled to find support and guidance. And so she started sharing her story on Instagram. And then eventually that turned into founding the Breasties. It ended up changing her life and the lives of so many others. Because now she's built this incredible community of other women going through a similar experience. And she's helped hundreds of women find support through their in-person and online programming, including retreats, virtual events, and a Facebook group. The organization and this community... Their work has been shared by Pop Sugar, Refinery29, Bustle, Today, and so many other platforms. I absolutely loved getting to have this conversation with Paige to talk about how she built from the ground up this community that she wishes that she had had earlier in her journey. And I also loved getting to talk about how by simply sharing her story, she invited others to do the same. My hope is that today... Her story will inspire you to show up in the world as yourself, even when it's challenging, and embrace the power of community so we don't have to face life's challenges alone. So without any further ado, my conversation with Paige Moore. Paige, when you were 22, you discovered that you carry the BRCA1 gene mutation. And for those listening who don't know what this means, Mayo Clinic basically explains it like this. They say a positive test result for the BRCA1 test mutation means that you have a mutation in one of the breast cancer genes and therefore have a much higher risk of developing breast cancer or ovarian cancer compared with somebody who doesn't have the mutation. But a positive result doesn't necessarily mean that you're certain to develop cancer, just a higher likelihood. And so you were 22, you discovered that you carry this gene mutation. And then in the next two years, you made the choice to get a preventative double mastectomy. And I know that you've described how during that time you were looking for support or guidance online from others who had gone through this experience or a similar experience. And I would love to just start by asking you, what was that process of looking for support and guidance like for you? 
Okay, first of all, you did your homework. That was amazing. I'm so impressed. <laughs> you you nailed the timeline. Basically, every single person in the world has the BRCA1, BRCA2 gene, right? You have it. I have it. Men, women, they, them, doesn't matter, right? We all have it. And they're your cancer-fighting genes. So all day long, they're fighting cancer. Mine are mutated. They're broken. Mm. So you're right. At 22, I found out I carried this genetic mutation, giving me an 87% chance of developing breast cancer in my life. 67% chance of developing ovarian cancer in my life. And it also gives me an increased risk of melanoma, skin cancer, eye cancer, basically pancreatic cancer, like all these other kinds of cancers. And I just really, like my whole life changed. You know, I was 22. I landed in New York City, had just got my dream job working as a TV producer for Good Morning America. And I felt unstoppable. And that feeling of being unstoppable oh, I was stopped in my tracks. I remember Mm. getting this diagnosis and looking in the mirror and feeling like my life was over. And it didn't feel like an if, it felt like a when. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. At 24, I decided to take my life into my own hands and take my chances of 87% of developing breast cancer and decreasing that to, I think, below like 3%. Wow. Because it didn't feel like an if, it felt like a when. I'd lost almost every woman on my dad's side of the family to either breast or ovarian cancer. And I just said, this stops with me. This is not going to be me. I'm a go-getter. I don't wait for anyone or anything. And <laughs> it's not going to be any different with cancer. I'm going to do everything I can in my power to prevent this. That's incredible. And I know you to be a really strong person, an independent person. But also, I know that like you want to have other people to talk to about this. You want to I'm sure you had a million questions about what this process was like and what was the process of of looking for other people who could almost support you or understand what this journey would be like. Yeah, exactly. No, you're totally right. So I went online and tried to find anyone else going through this and I essentially came up empty-handed. You know, this was four years ago, so Instagram wasn't uh, what it is today. There weren't people really sharing their stories like they are now. It was really this app of just you know, people posting like their coffee or their lunch or, you know, kind of even more so a highlight reel. Um, And I I really couldn't find anybody my age going through this who felt empowered, you know, who felt good about it. Everything was those worst case scenarios. Uh, You know, when you like go on Google and you search anything, it's like the worst case scenario. Um, It's really scary. Like don't go on WebMD. (laughs) It was that. And I just remember closing my computer and being like, that is not going to be me. This is not the end of my life. This actually can be the start. And I felt so lucky. I felt like knowledge is power. I have the ultimate gift of giving myself more time. I get to beat something before I actually get something. I felt lucky. I felt grateful. And so I just decided like I'm going to put out into the world everything that I needed. And I just thought about my little sister, Cami. She's 11 years younger than me. And I just thought, you know what? I need to create what I so badly needed. I needed to see images of somebody who went through with the surgery, had scars, and still felt sexy and powerful and good about their bodies because everything online was negative. And so I went through my surgery and I remember looking down at my chest for the first time. And, you know, I'm a, so like I identify as a woman, you know, she, her, and, and, breasts are like a huge part of like femininity, right? Like what society tells you. And so I was so scared to look down at my chest and feel like I wasn't, you know, like a society standard of a woman anymore. And I looked down and I felt so sexy and strong and I was shocked. And I'm like, other women, other people deserve to know that they too can go through this and feel the same way and love their bodies and love themselves. 
And so I started sharing my story on Instagram and had no intention of really helping anyone other than my little sister, just because I didn't think anyone would ever find it. And turns out that first it was tens and hundreds and then thousands of women around the world started connecting with me and my story. And we created this incredible community, naturally just called them breasties, um, like breast friend. (laughs) And um, from there, it kind of just like took off. And I started hosting, I was a breaking news TV producer. And so anywhere I would travel for like a breaking news story, I would just stay an extra day and I would post on my Instagram, I'll be at this place at this time, come if you can, like essentially doing what, you know, every parent's worst nightmare is like meeting strangers <laughs> on the internet, like come find me. Um, and, you know, at first it was like 12 people would show up, then 20, then 30, then 50. And it was just this movement of people coming together needing and wanting community. And it wasn't just pre-vivers like me, you know, somebody with a predisposition to cancer or, you know, a preventative survivor, but it was survivors, thrivers, someone with a stage four diagnosis. It was carevivers, people who care for somebody who has gone through something or has lost, you know, their mom or their dad or, you know, someone like that. It was this all inclusive, all encompassing um, community. And it was beautiful. So I ended up joining forces with three incredible people, my co-founders, and together we hosted the first ever Brasties retreat. We took 10 survivors, 10 pre-vivers up to the top of this mountain to go skiing and snowboarding completely free. We paid for everything and got all these sponsors to pay for everything. We weren't a nonprofit or anything. We just did it. (laughs) And um, we got to the top of the mountain and we all took our tops off and it was so liberating. We like raised our arms in the air and we're like, you know, we are here pink's anthem plays in the background and you know (laughs) we ski and we snowboard down and we're like wow like our bodies are so capable we can do anything and everything we did before we were diagnosed and it was so powerful and we got back from that weekend and our inboxes were flooded let me tell you it was like hundreds of messages from people being like when is the next one and we just looked at each other in awe like oh my god we have something here so we got our 501c3 status registered to become a nonprofit organization. And then since have hosted, um, I mean, it would have been way more if it wasn't for the pandemic, but hosted, um, I think, you know, 12 or 13 free wellness retreats. We hosted a Camp Bresti for 500 women um, around the world came together for this weekend of wellness in the Poconos. We hosted our ambassador retreat for 60 plus women in Texas last year. And then now we've just pivoted and done every single week we do events online virtually. And it's just been an ever-growing community ever since. So that's kind of the story that you didn't really ask for in a nutshell. (laughs) No, that's incredible. And I mean, it's so wild because I love how quickly it just snowballed from you sharing on Instagram and thinking, I'm just going to share this for my sister. I'm going to put this out in the world. I wish I'd had this to so many people finding comfort and solace and uh, community in your words and in your photos. And then all of a sudden, like, snowballing to becoming a nonprofit, I I guess I want to ask, like, you didn't have to start this nonprofit. Like, you didn't have to create this movement. You didn't have to create this community. I know it's a lot of work. What was the motivating reason why you decided to do the hard work to make this thing happen? Because, like, there's no rule saying you have to do this. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing saying you have to. And, And in fact, there was everybody telling me not to, everybody mm. telling me that this was going to be the, I mean, listen, my parents thought I was crazy when I told them I was quitting my career. You know, I'm a four-time Emmy award-winning TV producer and I left this incredible career behind to do this. And, um, 
you know, I'm so proud to say that, you know, I've never taken a dollar from the nonprofit. 100% of every dollar goes directly back to the organization. I don't take a salary. I started two other businesses on the side to support myself, which has been awesome. Never thought I was going to be an entrepreneur, but here I am. (laughs) Um, And never thought I was going to be a founder, but here I am. Um, But, you know, I think the answer to that is, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt alone? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, have you ever felt like you were the only person in the world going through something? And it was like, how am I going to get through this? My friends, my family, my partner, like, I, I feel so alone. Because for me, at least, when I went through this, like I said, I had everything going for me, right? I had an amazing boyfriend, so many friends, great family, great job, like, you know, the dream life. And I get this diagnosis and I'm like, everything crashes down and I have nothing. Like, it feels like you have nothing. It feels like Mm. I am the only young woman in the world going through this. I cannot find anyone who gets it because my friends, my family, like my friends are like talking about brunch and boys and they cannot wrap their heads around this decision I have to make because it's a choice. You know, being a pre-viver, listen, I feel grateful. I'm not a survivor. I didn't have a cancer diagnosis. I have a genetic mutation diagnosis. It's completely different. So it's a choice. You have to sit there not knowing, like, am I ever going to get cancer? 87%, that's not 100%. It's a, it's a really messed up thing that you're, you're like playing with, you know, and they can't wrap their heads around it. And you don't want them to because you want to protect them. And so you feel so alone, even though you're surrounded by so much love and support. And I'm like, I never want anyone else to feel so alone. And on top of that feeling of alone or that, that feeling of loneliness, on top of that, there is like so little information. So I'm going through this and I'm like, I don't know why I have options. I don't know why I have choices when it comes to my reconstruction, when it comes to my actual surgery. And I have no one to ask. So I'm like, how do you not do something? When you have the opportunity the responsibility to change people's life, to make an impact, to leave the world better than when you came into it. How do you just say, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to go to brunch. You know, like, it's like, I felt like I didn't feel like I had to, like I wanted to, like, I felt so lucky. I felt like the unit I'm so spiritual and like, woo woo. I'm like, wow. Like I was given the, the ultimate gift of like this amazing community looking to me, trusting me being like, please help us. And I'm like, Okay, like let's go. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it 100%. I didn't even think about it, honestly. I was just like, let's go. Like full speed ahead, jumped right in, like let's go. And I and it's been the best most like amazing experience of my whole life. And it's hard, you know. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, excuse me. Like I work, you work 24 hours a day, but it doesn't feel like work cuz you wake up every single day. I wake up every day. First thought to come to my head is Oh, I cannot wait to see what today is going to bring to me. So excited. Hell yeah. Second thing is like, you're just excited. You're so excited. And then the second thing is like grateful. You're like, I can't believe Mm. I get to do this. I think if everything in your life, instead of being like, I have to, it's like, I get to, oh my God, that's life changing. And if you don't feel like that, you have to do something to change it because life is short. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more of this conversation with Paige Moore. Mm 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sounds Good is sponsored by Libro FM. And Libro FM is one of my favorite sponsors. As you may know already, I've been using them for years. They are the company that lets you support a local bookstore every time you download an audiobook. And you can choose the bookstore that you want to support. And so this week, in the midst of more and more news about the heartbreaking attacks we've been seeing against the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities over the last few months, really, what an incredible opportunity we have to go in and choose an AAPI-owned bookstore to support. That way, every time you download an audiobook, you get to support business owners, specifically small business owners in the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. Now, we put together a list with uh, our good friends at Libro FM, and we are linking it in the show notes. And what you could do is you can go ahead and sign up for Libro FM or go into your settings and you can choose one of these bookstores to support. And every time you download a new audiobook, they are going to get credit for this. Plus, as a special offer for Sounds Good listeners, Libro FM is offering two audiobooks for the price of one with your first month of membership with the code GOOD. All you have to do is visit their website, Libro.fm. That's L-I-B-R-O.fm. And use the promo code GOOD to get started with two audiobooks and to help make a difference. Sounds Good is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether you feel overwhelmed by the news, you're working through interpersonal relationships, you're unpacking trauma, something challenging is happening in your life, or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp is a fantastic solution for you. And I can tell you that because it has been a fantastic solution for me. BetterHelp makes it easy to get matched with your own licensed professional therapist. Plus, it's affordable and financial aid is available. You can actually get started today by just taking this little quiz thing. You answer a few questions about yourself and what kind of therapist you're looking for. And it's honestly kind of fun. I don't know why. Maybe it's like pre-therapy therapy. I don't know. But the great news is that they'll get you matched with your perfect BetterHelp counselor and get you ready to start in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is offering a special offer for Sounds Good listeners where you get 10% off your first month when you take your quiz to get started at betterhelp.com good. When you use that code, it helps them know that we sent you and it helps support this show. One more time, that's betterhelp.com slash good. you're putting all this work in, you're creating this incredible community. What has the impact been? What has the experience been like for all of these other people in your community? I think that the biggest impact is that people, A, don't feel alone. And people see and realize, and, and I, when I say people, I'm including myself in this, people realize like, you can just be yourself. 
you know, in, in general, people aren't drawn to perfection in others. People are drawn to like your energy, your shared problems. Like I think the ultimate like life experience is when you look at another human being and you're like, I get it, or I've been there, or me too. And so I think the reason the Breasties is so successful is because we're unlike all the other organizations. You know, I've been to a lot of other organizations, events and whatnot, and not even other organizations, right? In general, it's like, uh, I don't know if you've been on um, Clubhouse at all, but like I've like popped into a bunch of chats and everyone's like trying to be like so professional or like have it all figured (laughs) out. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like we don't have to be perfect, you guys. We don't have to be like, have it all figured out. Like you just have to be yourself. And I know that sounds corny, but like the secret sauce of the breasties. And I think of like myself, maybe even is just like, be you just like start where you are, start with fear, start with pain, start with doubt, start with your hands trembling and shaking, but just start and don't stop. And like, don't be afraid of what people think. Don't be afraid of like not being perfect. Like, listen, I don't have a degree in nonprofits. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm not faking it. Like I do. I'm just showing up authentically as I am. And I'm filling this need that I know I had. And I listen to my community. I am a part of the community and I'm not like pretending to be anything other than one with my community. I think community is at the core of everything. And when you really think about your community, you're going to be the best and the strongest community out there. My final question for you is, I would imagine that there's somebody listening to this who, you know, for a different reason than you, has felt alone at some point, has felt like they didn't have anybody to connect with about something deep happening in their life. What advice do you have for them on next steps, whether that's just, you know, the next right step or creating something like you created in response to that feeling? I think two things. One, if you feel comfortable, start sharing your story. You matter. Your story matters. You are so important and your voice and your story deserves to be told. So put it out there. Even if you're sitting here being like, oh, so many people have the same story. Nobody has your story. Nobody has your voice. Share your story. Put it out there. If you build it, they will come. I believe that wholeheartedly. Share your story. People will connect with you and be there to listen. Um, and, and I think that helps create community is when you authentically just share who you are, A. B, um, I think reach out. I, those two words, I think, are the most important words when it comes to building community and not feeling alone. Reach out. Don't feel weird about it. Don't get in your head about it. Go on social media. It's such a beautiful, powerful tool if it's used the right way. Find other people going through what you're going through. Search hashtags reach out to them, introduce yourself, interact with their content, like comment on them, DM them and don't give up. Not in like a creepy stalker way, but you know, a lot of times like I'll get a DM and I won't see it. Right. Don't give up. Don't take it personal. Keep going. Comment on their stories, comment on their um, posts, things like that, or interact with other people there because you already know you have that connected, like shared interest. That's how you build real friendships. This might sound crazy, I like most of my best, best friends to this day are my breasties, people I've met on Instagram at, at events. And these are some of the most incredible best people in the world. I just got a matching tattoo, my first (laughs) tattoo ever, a lightning bolt with two of my best friends that I met through this community. Like those are lifelong for real once in a lifetime, lightning only strikes once best friends. And that happens through Instagram. So I wholeheartedly believe in the platform and the ability to reach out and make connections. 
That is beautiful. And Paige, I'm just so grateful for you bravely sharing your story, inviting others to do the same and creating community and safe places through that. And then also, I'm just so grateful for you sharing your story today. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you a lot. And also, if anything resonated with you, please find me. You can find me at page underscore previver on Instagram. And of course, the Breasties at the underscore Breasties on Instagram too. That's Paige Moore, co-founder of the nonprofit, The Breasties. Follow along with Paige on Instagram at page underscore previver and The Breasties at the underscore breasties. You can learn more about the organization online on their website, thebreasties.org. If you want to show your support, you can make a donation to help them continue their important work or make sure to just keep them top of mind and recommend them to a friend who might find their community to be helpful. This podcast was created by Good Good Good. At Good Good Good, we help you feel more hopeful and do more good. You can find more good news and ways to make a difference in our weekly email newsletter, our beautiful print good newspaper, or online at goodgoodgood.co. This episode was created by Kaylee Thompson, Megan Burns, and me, Brandon Harvey. It was edited and sound designed by the team at Sound On Studios. You can find out more about their work at soundonsoundoff.com. If you want to support the show, here are two things you can do. The first is just make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Just hit that follow button in your favorite podcast app and you'll get every future episode downloaded. You know how it goes. Uh, Thing number two, share about the podcast. You know, I think one of the best ways to do that Take a screenshot of your podcast app, share it on your Instagram story. If you want to get fancy, go to Spotify, hit that share button and post about it straight to Instagram stories from there. Whatever you do, thank you so much for sharing good news and good action with your community. And with that, that is a wrap for this week's episode. Go out and share your story and we'll be back next week with more good news and good action. Sound good? Sound good?